From air quality concerns, mold to allergens, the law, and insurance, we cover it all right here on Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell, building restoration experts, live every Saturday, 12 p.m. to 2 p.m. on News Talk WFLA Orlando, 94.1 FM, 540 AM. All right. All right. Good afternoon. Welcome to the show. Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell live every Saturday right here, 12 PM to 2 PM on this brand new network to us. This is our second show here. Uh, we called, uh, how would I like to say contractor talk with Richie Kidwell building damage experts live on this new radio station with our, uh, a specialized guest in the industry, the water fire mold, uh, emergency restoration, uh, industry that I, uh, that I'm in, that I love. And, uh, within this show, uh, not only myself talking on behalf of my company, indoor quality company called air quality assessors. Uh, we're, uh, a statewide company, uh, uh, that is, uh, headquartered here in the central Florida area. We're excited to be on news talk, WFLA 941 FM, 540 AM still learning the, the, the radio station, uh, uh, just in and outs the, uh, the, the, the numbers, the calls, all that stuff. I'm excited. Um, so the guest that we have today is uh, Hans Kennett with Morgan & Morgan. You heard it from the, on last week's show. And uh, thanks for uh, coming back today. Of course, of course. Happy to be here. Um, it's always good to let people know what's going on in their legislative world. All right. That's good. Even uh, I, I think from our last show, the studio audience, that which are very lively, had followed us from Maitland <laughs> over here to Central Florida in Orlando. It was nice. So they're they're kind of like deadheads. I mean, they, they kind of take wherever you go. They tend to travel with you and, and, and stick with us and the big mystery machine. And we answer all those questions. That's great. That's great. Um, and then uh, we have uh, Patrick Carr with the Patrick Carr Show. How's it going, man? Man, it's going really well, Richie. Uh, congratulations. A new audience here for you. But like you say, it's still bringing some of the same people here yeah. with you they had from yeah. over there. I keep your clothes on, people, feisty, for crying out loud. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, man. Patrick does um, bring the women. They, how do they say that? Bring all the girls to the yard. Yeah. I'm I, telling you, man. I wish that was the case, but not anymore. It's, I'll tell it's you like what. a bikini car wash with Pat around. <laughs> it really is. Without the girls. <laughs> <laughs> the guys. Anyways, all right. It's not that kind of show. But um, uh, now this show focuses on, um, uh, and I call it contractor talk with Richie Kidwell. And it's uh, mostly because uh, me being a contractor myself and in this industry, I, I, I bring other experts to help the consumers there um, uh, that are in our listening audience uh, with their really their one time of need once every 10 years between then and once in a lifetime is when you're going to have to deal with that one time, that big time of loss in your property damage, when the, a major storm or event comes over our home and, and there's nothing you really can do about it to plan. You can uh, do certain things. And we're, we're going to talk about that uh, today on this segment, especially as we coming up to storm season, I'm telling you, usually we talk about this coming into June but we've seen golf ball size hail and bigger mm -hmm. in the middle of April and May already. This season may be a pretty wild season. So, so there are some things you can do. Uh, Hans Kennan is a uh, lawyer with Morgan and Morgan, and he talks to folks about what is, uh, what is covered under their policy, what is not. And, you know, we get those questions all the time. And sometimes you're like, ah, oh, man, if you would have just 
taken a picture of your home or had a, a drone flown over your roof after you had those repairs or kept your roof repair uh, uh, invoice and, and kept everything, you know, some simple things, uh, then then maybe this would have been better in your favor. But, uh, but what kind of advice would you give somebody that's almost going right about going into storm season right before it does happen? Well, I always like to try to tell folks that before storm season hits, go around your house for a variety of reasons. First of which is take photos of the exterior of your home, take photos of the interior of your house, because a couple of things happen. If you have a truly a, a, a severe loss, a fire, um, a flood, the folks we saw down in Fort Myers actually lost homes and things. You really forget what you own. Um, I had a lady once who, who said, no, no, I'll do my own inventory. And she came in to see me and she had no silverware on the list. I mm. said, ma'am, you have silverware. She goes, oh, I forgot silverware. And, and you find out, you, you forget <laughs> how many things you have. We all accumulate a lot of things. Whenever we move, we always realize just how much junk mm-hmm. we have. But the reality is all that stuff has value and the insurer owes you the value of that of those things um, at the time of the loss. If you've replaced them, they the difference between what they paid for paid for so far and a replacement cost. But all of a sudden you go around and you go, I forgot I had that. I don't know I had that. So go around, take pictures of all the rooms, open your closet and take a photo of your clothes. You may go, how many shoes do you have? I don't know, five and you got 20. So take a photo of everything you see, go outside and look around also because what happens a lot of times people come to see me after a hurricane and they say, well, I have cracks in my stucco um, and they weren't there before the storm. And I go, when was the last mm-hmm. time you looked at your house outside? Uh, probably never. Okay. So maybe you're not mm-hmm. sure when those cracks are, and they're going to send out potentially a, a claims adjuster. We'll take a ton of photos, maybe send out an engineer and they're going to say, Mr. Smith, you're trying to cl- make this claim. And in fact, that damage or those cracks are from years ago because there's old paint in them. They're weathered, mm-hmm. whatever mm-hmm. it may be. Yep. So part of your obligation on your policy is to maintain the home, go out before. And if you see any problems, then fix them. So if you do have a more severe loss, then you, and they say, well, what about this? You go, Hey, 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 I fixed that before the hurricane, before the storm season. I have pictures showing it because they'll try to use the small issues to not pay for the big issue. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. if you go around and and keep your house up, do the maintenance, but keep those, take those photos, take them every year. And suddenly you have a real, a real archive of what the house looked like and how Mm -hmm. you maintained it. And that's really the best help uh, as far as the, the, the big issues come. Yeah. And I remember us talking about this last year when we're uh, talking about storm preparation and how to be prepared. Back then, the law was every two years you can, or it's two years for you to file first notice of claim and three years for supplements. So we would tell you not only take pictures about every two years, but also shop for new insurance at that point to keep your rates low. And now this year, the law has changed where it's one year. Um, so I think that changes a recommendation for not only photo uploads, but maybe even shopping for new insurance. Uh, it does to a bit. But again, now you only have one year once and it's one year from the date of the storm. It's not date of discovery, not the date you figured it out. It's one year from the date of oh, the wow. event itself. Mm-hmm. So you have to be, you have to think about that. And also, if you're going to make a claim, you have to make a claim more quickly. Um, and there's a lot of good reasons for the laws, a lot of bad reasons for the law. Um, the reality is, if you have a claim, you need to make it. Uh, there's some case law out there, some judge-made law, where someone had a loss, was thinking about it. And thought about it long enough whether or not to make a claim that the time actually expired or didn't expire. And they made a claim and the insurer said, whoa, 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 you knew and didn't tell us. And we were prejudiced in our investigation and the court agreed and threw out the whole claim. So it's one thing to not know. 
but you can only not know for a year. It's another thing to know and not do anything, and then you still get a year, but they're mm-hmm. going to say that the policy requires prompt or, or, or immediate notice of the claim. So mm-hmm. again, after the storm, just as much before the storm, after the storm, don't just go, oh, thank God nothing happened. <clears throat> go look and yeah. try to find out if something did, because if not, you're going to be held to that. And that one year is a hard one year. Yeah. And it's yeah. actually, it doesn't, it's not the statute of limitations, but it is a bar to a further new claim. Right. It is. And, and, you know, there are other things in the policy that they may put in there. Uh, I've seen different policy languages. I've, I've had to renew my insurance as well. So it's, it's frustrating, especially if you don't know, and, and you're not in this industry to see how these insurance companies are trying to get out of paying you. You know, we all know the book delay, deny, defend that's real stuff. I mean, it's just gotten more, uh, I don't know, just adversary. Uh, how do you say it? adversarial Ad- adversarial? There you go. It's just gotten a lot crazier <laughs> nowadays where they're fighting back so hard. They spend more money on defending uh, a viable claim than they do on paying actual claims. Well, what's Crazy. interesting is that uh, the, uh, historically the idea is that, that your insurer has a duty of good faith to you as mm-hmm. the insurer. They need to come out with, with that in mind. Um, what's interesting is when there's an issue and someone comes to me and says, I don't think I've been paid a fair amount. If I ask for the claim file for that person's claim, they say it is privileged. They're not obligated to provide it to me. And that actually the file was prepared in anticipation of litigation, which means for you as a homeowner, the, as day, you, you, file the, the claim. day you make the claim, they're going to claim that your file is, is subject to litigation. They don't have to produce the file. So when they come out on day one or day two or day five, they're not there in good faith to do what's right by you. They're trying to prepare the file for litigation just just because you may be dissatisfied. Mm-hmm. That's all. Mm-hmm. So you, I can't even get your file in litigation until a variety of things have occurred. So, so when they come mm-hmm. out, unfortunately, you have to view them you need to be honest. You need to do what they ask you to do, but you can't view them as your friend. Yeah. And uh, we're, we're going to take a break here shortly, but uh, when we come out of the break, we'll talk about the law change that's going to be looking at that. That's going through our legislative session uh, right now, and, and it's going to be signed by our governor in the, probably in the next week or two, the, uh, the insurance accountability bill that's going to make some changes to our Florida legislature and some other changes as well. We'll talk about here on Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell. We'll be right back. <laughs> All right, and we're back here live on Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell, building damage experts live every Saturday right here on our new home here at WFL, uh, WFLA Central Florida here, 94.1 FM, 540 AM. I'm getting a little bit better at the uh, the call signs here. We were over at Florida Man Radio. We were there for several years. Uh, same time slot, Saturday, 12 p.m. to 2 p.m. So I'm, I'm, I'm happy and thankful to be over here on a, on a bigger radio dial and a bigger radio station on Real Talk here on iHeartRadio. Radio. So if you're listening to us now and you're just passing through Orlando, you can download the iHeartRadio app and, and subscribe to it on 94.1 FM here on this particular dial on Orlando. I think you got to search Orlando News Talk 94.1 FM iHeartRadio to, to pull up the right one. And you click on that, you can download it or and or just uh, listen to it live right there from your phone. Uh, all right. So thanks for uh, for, uh, for uh, joining us back here through the break, giving some thanks to our sponsors. And uh, 
like I was saying right before the break, we've had uh, several law changes here. And again, as part of contractor talk with Richie Kidwell, building damage experts, what we like to do is bring to you just the, the information that we know on the contractor side of things to help you, the consumer, uh, get as much benefit as you possibly can. Not only listen to this show, hearing from examples that we give you and maybe some, even some contacts here. Um, you know, like we've, we, we talk with, uh, uh, our resident attorney here. Uh, he's a, a board certified attorney over 25 years, Hans Kennan with Morgan and Morgan, bring you his experience from his, uh, from his head and, and some help that he's bringing from, uh, uh, an experience that he's brought to other clients here in the central Florida area and, and, and throughout the state. Um, and our other guest here is, uh, Patrick Carr, Patrick Carr show. And, uh, he's a one man show, uh, that is, uh, um, has been around this industry for a very long time and is, is, and seen it from the, from the roofing expert standpoint. And, uh, you know, just, uh, you know, from your experience on the, on the claims management side of it, uh, before, and well, I, I even forget the name of the other company we won't even talk about, but, but all the experience <laughs> you've had, which is helping out homeowners where they have an obviously broken roof. You're standing up there with the, with the adjuster from the insurance company, and they can look at you with a straight face and be like, no, that was there. It's wear and tear or something like that. Or I'm going to hire an expert and we're going to get this thing denied. You know, what, what, what are some things, what are some advice, some pieces of advice that you can give to somebody that are now preparing for storm season and their biggest assets are roof, right? And, and I mean, what's, what kind of advice would you, would you give to somebody listening today? So Hans gave some great advice there about what to do before the, the storm arrives. You know, mm -hmm. you want to make sure you're documenting what your home is going to look like and the valuables you have in that home. Here's the piece of advice I would have after the storm, Richie. Don't do the sidewalk test. Don't walk outside of your home mm. after a storm, look up at your roof and go, eh, it looks all right to me. doesn't look like there was anything that happened. And I'm yeah. really happy you asked well, me this well, question. Well, you, you wouldn't advise anybody to jump up on the roof. No, that, no, don't, uh, don't do that either. What you can do is you can have a contractor come out there. Everyone will give you a free inspection to take a look at the thing. True. But, but Richie, here's, I want you to bring up this story because it's so powerful. And I was talking to a contractor earlier this week and I forgot how this story ended and how it began, but it's so, it's so relevant to why you need to do a full inspection of your home after a storm. Do you remember the coffee cup? Um, the married couple who maybe Hans, you brought this up. It was a couple. The woman was grabbing the coffee cup out of the, the counter mm -hmm. and yeah. she got sick because water had leaked into their home mm -hmm. slowly. I want to say, and they hadn't noticed it after yeah. a storm because they never had their home inspected. What happened to that woman? She got terribly sick from a bacterial oh, yeah. or fungal infection. Is yeah. that right? Richie? It was aspergillosis. Uh -huh. And, um, she was hospitalized and treated for months and months, ended up recovering, uh, after multiple surgeries and, and, uh, um, you know, trips to the doctor. So it was, uh, well, what, it just what had happened? a lot of mold How that happened? Uh, that was okay. So, uh, it was a new construction build and there was, the, there was an area, um, that wasn't sealed up correctly and water was coming in and it was behind a cabinet. And so there, there was mold behind the cabinet, um, and that, that infiltrated. And, and when it blooms, uh, you know, you'll, you'll, you'll start to get those pieces of the, uh, it's called hyphal fragments. It'll, you know, come off the colonies and you know it, you can't you, you can't see it the, it was it was basically just contaminating their uh, uh, everything that was in their in their cupboards and uh, their pantries and, and they pulled out this uh, in the same one um, they, they use the same coffee cup every she day same coffee cup yeah 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 that's what they attributed to uh, because you, she was ingesting it and uh, and and the husband uh, who I'm still good friends with today uh, that's the reason why he got into mold restoration that's why he's still uh, now he's one of the leading restoration companies in the painting handle right now. And uh, it was, uh, because of that, I mean, he got so involved into finding out how his wife got 
so sick. And uh, it was it was a great story to hear, just because I mean, it was unfortunate. Uh, but uh, but what we've all learned from that is is uh, you know what I've tell somebody don't don't guess it, test it. That's what we yes. say at AQA. It's like right away get it tested. You can spend a couple hundred bucks for the peace of mind and get an expert out there to check it out right away. You can give us a call eight four four call AQA. We'll be happy to assist in that type of situation. But you know where we say smell something, say something. You know it's kind of funny, but uh, you know and we, I've heard some uh, some people in different dorms like uh, folks that are going to college. Yeah. You know, their parents, uh, I just heard one uh, the other day and say, Hey, I need you to come out to, to, to my kid's dorm room. Every time they come home, they feel fine. And then they go back to their dorm room, they feel sick and you can smell it and all that stuff. And, and again, say something and try to get somebody involved and say, listen, I know a company, I know AQA, they're huge. They're statewide, call them. They'll come out and give us a test for a couple hundred bucks, at least figure out what's going on in the home and the place and ask about next steps from there, because that could have saved them a lot of time. And you're right. I mean, it was just, you know, it's, it's very unfortunate. Um, and, uh, but they, they were ingesting it over such a long period of time. It took so long to get out of their bodies and what mold can, uh, and different exposures to toxins can do to you. And so. that's exactly what my advice would be following a storm, Richie, is to get an expert out there like AQA. Absolutely. Take a look at this because that slow drip of water or moisture getting into your home. Yeah, it's okay. You know what I mean? It's, it'll dry in the summer heat. Whatever you think probably is not the case. Something mm -hmm. like that can be completely avoided. If you get someone out there, don't do the sidewalk test, have an expert come out and have that peace of mind right. for you and your family. That, and, and that's a great, um, uh, uh, you know, some advice for people that are listening. And I've said it before, if you do choose a contractor, ensure that the contractor has no problems giving you their COI, their certificate of insurance. They, they need to have full insurance. What happens? Uh, we were in radio show uh, last year. Somebody called in and said, yeah, the, uh, this guy who was doing my roof fell through my roof and did a bunch of damage on there, but he was a subcontractor of the main contractor. Main contractor didn't want to pay for it. Subcontractor was blaming other people. And then there was water all throughout the house, had to have mold restoration done, uh, you know, throughout their home as well uh, because of this instance. And long story short, make sure they have their certificate of insurance. It's updated. Uh, they have references and they have good reviews online. Make sure you do your due diligence. Don't let anybody who just knocks on your door, get up there. I would say find the qualified expert, have them come out and even take some pictures for you and have them send them to you. You know, most of the time they're going to, they're going to get up on the roof. They're going to show you, Hey, this, this, and this. Okay. Can you send me those pictures? Keep those pictures or everybody loves the drone nowadays, run a drone over there, take video and pictures of the whole outside of your house and run through the inside and take some video and some pictures, put them in a Dropbox link and forget about them. And every year update them. And, if, and of course, if you have any major stuff done in your home, major landscaping changes that are up against the house that don't include fencing and those types of things, and, and you have uh, uh, other renovations done, you pull screen, your roof, uh, major things on the inside, major expensive stuff, save those receipts um, and save those uh, uh, in a place to where everybody's going digital now, right? In the case of a house fire, take pictures of them and just upload them, you know, take a picture from your phone and uh, put them in a, uh, in a Dropbox or a drive some, somewhere in your phone. So, that's, that's my recommendation for that as we're going into storm season. Um, but, uh, like we were talking about, there's been law changes that's been happening ever since our, uh, well, several years ago when the fake crisis started up about, uh, uh, all these insurance companies and for good reason, I mean, insurance companies have some have gone insolvent. Now there are others, majority of the, uh, of the shenanigans has been the shell game, right? I mean, FedNAT goes out, but Oh no, their, their main company Monarch is still alive. It's like, Oh, Southern Fidelity goes out of business. Oh no, but Cal Capital preferred is their other company. So they just moved the shell game around, right? So did they really go out of business? Not really. 
The only one that did in good riddance was Avatar. They had 30,000 policies. They're a piece of crap company. They deserve to die where they did. And they were bad management, right? So did any companies really go insolvent, right? I mean, UPC didn't. They still have, uh, I think they're still trading uh, at a good amount. They still have hundreds of millions of dollars in assets, just not in Florida. Because Florida allowed several years ago, they allowed, I think that was under Charlie Crist, uh, they allowed all insurance companies to put a Florida-based uh, company in just in case that they could just cut that off or sever Florida and save the rest of the uh, United States uh, uh, policies that they have. And, and they do that right around the times where hurricanes are coming in. But what's the real problem? Reinsurance. That's the real problem. It's not contractors, not roofers, it's not attorneys. It's reinsurance. And we're finally starting to see that out in the media now. So we'll talk about that and we'll talk about the law changes that are all going to supposedly help drive down rates here in the state of Florida, which is BS. It's not happening. We'll talk about that and more here on Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell. We'll be right back. <coughs> all right. And we're back live here on the Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell. Building Damage Experts live every Saturday right here on our brand new radio station. Brand new to us. News Talk Orlando WFLA 94.1 FM and on 540 AM as well. Now, if you go to iHeartRadio, you can stream us live or I think there's an iHeartRadio app. I have to figure this out, but I'm sure there is. Download the iHeartRadio app. There you go. 94.1 FM Orlando. Save that in and take us everywhere you go every Saturday, 12 PM to 2 PM right here on this fine new radio station that we're on. This is our second show. So this is week two, weekend two of our new live talk radio show. So, um, we do pre-record this, so we're actually not live. I do want to tell us this, but if you want to find us, you go to go to Facebook and go to Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell, and there we are. You'll see my mug there, but then we're going to be uh, storing these as archives, um, both on video and audio on Facebook Live, so or on uh, archives, really. You'll be able to go back, and we'll we'll say, okay, this is the Saturday show for, there you go, this is the Saturday show, G Money there on the producer station over there. Thank you. Like that. Uh, and so, um, but uh, we're going to be canning these up, putting them on there as archive. And this will be the Saturday show for this particular Saturday. You'll be able to go back, like I said, watch it live and all that stuff. We're setting it up for you to be able to, uh, to, to send us a text message, give us a phone call with a, with a voicemail or, or send us an email with a particular question or topic that you'd like us to talk about and, or play your recording live on air. And, and we can, we can answer it live on there. So the funnier, the better, of course, uh, for this show. But, uh, but on this show, we do talk, with an interview with contractors, attorneys, public adjusters, roofers. Also, we can bring you the consumers, the information that you need to be dangerous, right? And that one time of need, when you file that property insurance claim and you're fighting along with your adjuster, your insurance claim, you end up getting a little offer, maybe hopefully a, a little offer. A lot of times, nothing at all. And what we've learned from Hurricane Ian recently is over 700,000 claims have been filed. Over 700,000 claims, it's crazy. And out of those 700, thousand claims, 50% of those claims, hundreds of thousands of those claims have been closed. Now, when you look at that, okay, are they being closed paid? Well, about 180,000 of them, let's say 80% of that 50% have been closed, paid under deductible. No payments have been made at all. So they've only made about 180,000 payments to folks out of 700,000. I'm just still debacled over here. And there are tens of thousands of complaints that have been filed to uh, the CFO's office here in the state of Florida, which is just an outrage that we still have this idiot. And and, and we, we have, I'm just so frustrated. 
And then let me uh, let me bring in our guest real here. Uh, so when I talk smack about somebody, you can say, "Yep." <laughs> um, so we have our, uh, our our resident attorney here. So if you do have questions, uh, please give us a call. We will um, uh, right now. I would say maybe just message us through Facebook right now. Uh, send us a message through Facebook, uh, and you go to Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell. We'll be happy to to tee up those questions and and uh, talk about that on the next radio uh, spot, which is every Saturday, 12 p.m. 2 p.m. Uh, right here. So it's Hans Kennan with Morgan and Morgan. Thanks for joining us today, man. Sure, sure. One thing we talked about last segment I wanted to follow up a little bit on is it was true back in 2009, 2010, um, national insurers went to Charlie Crist and said Florida's a volatile market, which which it is. I mean, we live in a state that does have its its fair share of, of locusts and pestilence and things that-, that <laughs> You know where I was going with the locusts. Okay, that, yeah. that do occur here. Um, <laughs> but they wanted to say, look, we're like State Farm said, we're concerned about, about having a, a massive hurricane in Florida that would potentially upset the balance sheet on the national level. So we'd like to have a state farm, Florida, and to which Governor Crist, I think it was a little bit, a little bit of a gun to his head, but he said, okay. And we talked about like Avatar went out of business. The reality is the large insurers are fully and completely capitalized. State Farm, Allstate, which is now Castle Key, um, Tower Hill. I mean, the list goes on and on of large national companies who have clearly and sufficiently funded their companies. Like no one ever talks about State Farm, Florida going out of business or all state going out of business. Mm-hmm, we mm-hmm. talk about these smaller insurers. And just like in normal business world, sometimes a small proprietor, a small local business essentially doesn't make it. They don't have the, the financial legs, whatever maybe to survive that. Mm-hmm. Now there's um now if you were a company, I, I know some guys who opened up an insurance company in 2006 and by luck of the draw, they went a decade without almost any losses whatsoever. So they collected literally millions and millions of dollars mm-hmm. in premium and didn't have to make any payments just because that's how it worked. Avatar came on the scene 2000, you may not remember offhand exactly. I'm trying to remember in the early 2012, 2012, yeah, 12, 13. 13 yeah. Well, unfortunately, within a few years, um, well, you had you had 16, you had Matthew, 17, Irma, 18. Michael, Michael. Michael. Yep. So those are three massive storms in, yep. in three years. So unfortunately, um, it's like, if, like if you opened a business during COVID, right before COVID, didn't have enough income. And that's right. what happened yeah, to Avatar. Yeah, if you opened up like a restaurant or something. Right. Yeah. I mean, so so businesses do fail. The idea that, that Avatar failed and it became an insurance crisis in the state of Florida, what should have been said was, look, a small minimally funded insurance company, which came into existence a handful of years before three of the biggest storms in the state's history, didn't make it. Mm-hmm. And we should all go, man, that's really a shame for the guys who put up the money, but those things happen and we all mm-hmm. should have moved on. Instead, the legislature said, oh my God, an insurance company went out of business. How can that be? And it's understandable because we can't really envision an insurance company going out of business, right? We think about mm-hmm. them as having tons of money and tons of stability and and the rock and the good neighbor and yep. and all and, and yep. all those things. A plus rating. And, and that's what most mortgage companies require, an A plus rating uh, of insurance company and mostly by the um, what the Dimatech or some mm-hmm. other type of rating institution yeah. who looks at the financial uh, wherewithal of that insurance company. And, av- and the state sets up those minimum guidelines. The state of Florida, I can't just open an insurance company tomorrow. There's a lot of regulation and there's you have to have typically $10 million in free cash plus the cost, plus the money to operate the business. Is that and where the $15 million comes from? 
Yes, um, it really does. And so at that point, you have to say to yourself, are they really well situated to handle a catastrophic loss? No, they're hand, they're set up to handle minor losses over time, mm-hmm. build some reserves, all those yeah. things. Well, don't they have reinsurance to uh, to get their money back in the first 18 months after a major event? And they do. And, and Avatar even had that. But again, they still, they, they still owe typically the first 10, 20, 30, 40 million dollars. Reinsurance is an insurance company that comes in and mm. buys the risk of an insurance company. So Avatar would might say, well, look, you, and the reinsurer says, well, look, you got to pay the first X dollars and we'll pick it up after that. Well, if that first 10 million, they, usually it's like a deductible. They say, you pay the first 10 or 20, 30, 40, or 50 million and we'll pay the rest. And mm. you would, the premium would be adjusted accordingly. Mm. So in situations where a company like Avatar may go out of business, it's because when the storm came, they didn't have the money to meet the deductible. Mm, essentially, I mean, essentially they, they didn't have enough money to cover it. Like a homeowner may say, I don't have the deductible to fix my house. Well, mm-hmm. then you may not get your house fixed. Right, right. So the same thing happened essentially with smaller insurers. If their deductible, if the amount they have to pay before reinsurance kicks in is more than they have, then they go out of business. But yeah. again, that doesn't require mm. a huge postmortem, a huge funeral. It's something that happened and it doesn't yep. mean a crisis occurred. Right. And they got dinged so many times for bad big, uh, business practices, sanctions, those types of things. And I know I've been on the other end of that Kurt Allen guy who just had an open checkbook with Avatar to just go wreak havoc on all the plaintiff attorneys. And then when he lost, he lost big, you know? So it's, it's another bad business strategy that these insurance companies are deploying. And but it's it, unfortunate. But it doesn't make it a crisis on a statewide It day. doesn't. It doesn't. And all that fake news, and that's exactly what it was, to, uh, and, and, and to raise insurance premiums. And just recently, you can see the news right now. Premiums are not going down. As a matter of fact, they're going up again, another 30, 40, 50%. After all this law change, there's nothing in there that is reducing the rates. It's absolutely BS. And so, and and before I end this segment, what I was talking about is like, you know, what the frustration is, is that they've had this town hall meeting where there was a, uh, the CFO was there, uh, Jimmy Petronas. The insurance village? Yeah. 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 And, uh, you know, uh, Ernie was there, the head of uh, uh, Heritage, which is doing fantastic in this quote unquote crisis. So is universal, of course, because they're publicly traded. The other p- people are hiding their books and cooking their books because they can. They can have separate books in the, here in the state of Florida. But he was literally saying that after all this fraud has been proving that the insurance companies are doing changing estimates and all that, he still has a nerve to say, yeah, you know, um, you know, even though we have tens of thousands of complaints against the insurance companies, only a few hundred against anybody else, like the contractors or these uh, public adjusters that he's still called locust again. Mm-hmm. I still think they're locust. And uh, I'm like, are you kidding? kidding me. These are the folks that are helping insureds, the insureds that don't know how to navigate an insurance claim. That's the whole meaning of a public adjuster. And he's calling them who he's over top of all of the adjusters here. That's bad business right there. This guy should be removed from office. He's a piece of crap. I can't wait till he gets out of office. And so I can't believe he's calling people locusts. He's a piece of crap. Anyways, so we're going to take a break here on Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell um, with more of this uh, uh, good stuff and talk here. Uh, when we get back from break, we'll be right back. <laughs> All right, we're back here live on Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell, building damage experts right here on the new news talk. It's new to us. News Talk, WFLA 94.1 FM or 540 AM or on iHeart. You can go there and you can listen to us. I think you can download the iHeart radio app, take us everywhere you go, and then make sure you're on Orlando News Talk 94.1 FM, 540 AM. We can be streaming there on iHeart radio as well. So we're excited to be here on this new show or new 
network for us anyways, our show, we just changed the name. It was Air Quality Assessors, Building Damage Experts Live every Saturday. We're on a different radio dial. Excited to be here on 94.1 FM, a bigger listenership, a different audience for us to be able to bring this information to you guys. And we talk a lot about insurance stuff. So stay tuned if you do like this topic. So much stuff going on in the insurance world right now. We've had four major law changes that have came out since last year and something that you guys need to know about with the blink of an eye, you guys wake up and a new law is, is mandated. Uh, I'm talking about is, is, is let's talk about May of last year, you know, major law change, May 26th that was signed after a special session when uh, 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 DeSantis was uh, going on his big, oh, there's an insurance crisis sp uh, uh, spree and <clears throat> excuse me on the big spree. And let's, let's go ahead and give the insurance companies everything they want. So the first law change, May 26th, had another shot out of it in December after the November uh, seats changed with all the senators and the House members all changed. He was able to get more out of these spineless uh, um, uh, uh, people that we put into office who have who just allowed this dictatorship to occur now. Now, again, I'm not against uh, um, uh, Governor DeSantis. I love everything that he's done up to the point to where he's made major changes to the insurance market and just giving gifts to the insurance com uh, to the insurance companies and not consumers here in the state of Florida. And I'm mad at our legislators for not legislating. I mean, we vote for these people to put in office to do what we say, the voters, not what our dictator is telling them to do. And that's what we have right now. And I'm calling out our House Speaker Renner, and I'm calling out Pasadomo, who's the uh, who's the uh, the Senate president, for being spineless, just puppets. And all they do are just going whatever you want, dictator DeSantis, and they're they're not doing anything that the people that voted for them want to happen. That's reducing rates because it's simple enough. You, you've mandated all these bills and just push it down everybody's throats, but not one paragraph says if you hit X, you must reduce premiums by Y. Nothing in there has done this, and it is an absolute disaster. What they did May 26th, December 16th, and then again on, in May 24th of this year. And now and now they're like, oops, and now I'm getting called out by everybody. So what do they do? They spun up a new one called the Insurance Accountability Bill, which is, go which is going through the legislature now. It'll probably be signed by this week or next week by our governor, all to try to make amends. And then it got watered down even more, and it's not really helping anybody. It's trying to say that, well, if there is, going back to the town hall meeting we're talking about uh, on the last break or on the last section, segment uh, before the break, we we're talking about how there was a town hall meeting, but the insurance companies came up, uh, showed up and uh, the, um, uh, the, uh, the, the CFO, our faux CFO, who's supposed to be helping us the consumers against and regulate the insurance companies, but they don't. So they're being paid by big pack funds, but are all owned by insurance companies to the CFO, to our governor. And it's very, very obvious. But at this town hall meeting, he was still saying and calling public adjusters locusts calling contractors all, all fraudulent. And then he says, and then when they were telling him that, okay, well, we have all these facts against these complaints that we have against the, uh, against your, uh, um, you know, the independent adjusters versus public adjusters and contractors. What can you say about that? Oh yeah. Public adjusters are still locusts and we're still looking into this. And if there is fraud, we'll prosecute the fraud. And I'm like, Bitch, are you kidding me? Like they were like they for, in December in the special session, independent adjusters went up there and says, I have proof. And they said in front of everybody and they said, well, send me that proof and we will do something about it. So on December 14th, those independent adjusters sent all the proof over to Bob Rommel's office, representative Bob Rommel, who did nothing with it for four or five months. He did not forward it until May of the next year. He got it on December 14th and then they signed a major bill on December 16th. 
16th. It was given. It was all there. And so, and now, and now this douchebag idiot who's, who's, who's all for pro insurance, obviously, who says, yeah, if there's, if, if there's fraud to be proved, then I will, I will prosecute. Bitch, where were you last year when they gave it to you two days before they signed this big bill? Obviously, you are for insurance. You, you should be voted out of office. You're a piece of work. And that's how I feel about that. So, but, uh, but, um, but Hans is here. And uh, so let me step off the box a little bit. But, uh, but, but tell us about the facts there that we have on, on the, the differences of the complaints have been filed. I mean, how, how does this. Sure, I, sure. I'll, I'll, I'll stick with some of the facts. And everything Richie said was just his opinion. Mm-hmm. Let's just be clear about that. Um, <laughs> I think there's a warning uh, before the show starts about the facts and opinions of I, this uh, radio station. It's not ones of the radio show. Well, and certainly, and just in addition to the fact the radio station would essentially, we're like Mission Impossible. They'll disavow our existence like a, like a rogue CIA agent. Yeah, they've tried uh, but, many times or whatever. But with all that, um, the, the, the news story that came out with that is there was an issue that, that Jimmy Petronas, who is the CFO who oversees the Office of Insurance Regulation, was at a, a insurance village, which I, I'm not sure the village part makes it sound like everyone's working together or something. It's kind of right, odd. Yeah. odd I'm sure the village people were there. Uh, um, from the villages, perhaps. Even. Yeah. Um, and what the issue was about complaints. And, and he was talking about the fact that public adjusters have all these complaints because they're because they 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 um, they knock on people's doors and, and ask them if they need any assistance with their claim. And WESH, I think, was the one who did the story. And it was a, it was like a three part story. And they said there were had been since 2017, 99 complaints against public adjusters. Ninety nine. Since and 2017. I think, since it, I, think, I think it was 17. Um, and it might have been wow. later than that. But and the other one against insurance companies was one hundred and ten thousand. And when confronted <laughs> with those numbers, all he could really say was, well, yeah, those public adjusters are really like really bad folks are really are, are pry, um, uh, prey on unsuspecting people. And you're like, let just go, but wait a minute. That's 99 to 110,000 against insurance companies. Mm-hmm. And he seemed rather unfazed by that. And I agree with Richie. There was certainly plenty of information on television. This is not, not, not just us on the television talking about the fact that these independent adjusters who are not independent, they can only work for insurance companies. It's just mm-hmm. the way the legislature named them went to the legislature and said, we can show that the estimates we wrote were altered and manipulated by the insurance company to not reflect our findings. So if the independent adjuster on behalf of the insurer said, we should replace this roof, by the time it got to the consumer, it said, you don't need a roof replacement. You may need a roof repair. You might, may not need anything at all. And there was not one, but a, a really a mass amount of these adjusters who work for insurance companies, work for only for insurance companies, felt that it was so offensive of that to be suggested, um, anything else, they went to the legislature and really nothing came of that. Um, also, Richie did mention that there was a bill, a huge bill in July of 2021, the predecessor to the next three. And the last four bills that have been passed have zero rate reduction. And it's kind of like, and, and I like Ronald Reagan, I'm a, I'm a Republican, as is Richie for that matter. And Reagan had a concept called trickle down economics, which basically was if you give rich people a lot of money, they'll spend enough of it that'll help the whole economy. And they're usually essentially the same idea here. They're saying, if we give the insurers everything they want, then they'll treat people better and give them more money. And which I think is the most flawed concept I've seen. That is, that is definitely flawed because they are for profits and, and major profits. And when you go back to, you go back to wall street with Gordon Gecko, um, when he talks about greed is good. Fundamentally, as a matter of law and in a public, a public for-profit company's obligation is to enhance shareholder value 
value. It's not to do the right thing. It's not to act in good faith. It's right. to enhance shareholder value. Because in fact, if the insurer did something that was just out of the kindness of their heart, they're actually violating their own requirement to their own shareholders. So you can't take a for-profit insurance company and say, hey, we're going to give you everything you want and allow you to make much more money and make, make substantially less in payouts. But we know you'll do the right thing. That's crazy. I mean, and, you know, we've, I, I've heard statistics over, over the years, ex- especially moving through these, uh, you know, these, these Florida legislative sessions and, you know, you've heard like percentages such as like what insurance companies should be paying out to claims, what they take in from premiums. And they're not supposed to be making money hand over fist off of the backs of the policyholders with premiums. As a matter of fact, about 80 to 90% of all premiums should be paid back out to claims. They should not be profiting off of policies uh, or policy premiums at all. And so their investments that they make are how they make money and they pay out claims. That's what they're supposed to do. And unfortunately, they've just gone awry. And then people uh, over the years, insurance companies have been used to making those high profits. I mean, we'll look at the, uh, you know, some of the uh, CEOs now, a half a million dollars a week equals $25 million a year. And that's what a lot of these top 10 insurance companies are making and crying poor mouth at the same time. It's absolutely insane. All right, we'll pick the ball back up here after the break. Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell. We'll be right back. All right, welcome to this welcome back to the show here. There was a little slow start there with our studio audience right here in Central Florida on our new radio station, new to us, WFLA 94.1 FM, 5:40 a.m. Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell, building damage experts live with our uh, array of fantastic uh, guests here on the show. And again, I'm your host Richie Kidwell, and today's guest is Hans Kennan with Morgan and Morgan. Uh, we're going to pick back up on the topics. This is our second hour here. Uh, thanks for joining us and sticking with us for our uh, second weekend show here. I was going to say second week or second weekend every Saturday right here, 12 p.m. to 2 p.m. I'm excited about that. Our show was uh, Air Quality Assessors Radio Show Building building Damage Experts live on a different dial. Now we're here on 94.1 FM. We're pretty excited to be here. Uh, So thanks again for uh, for following us, uh, following with us. And uh, just as a a middle point here, we are going to be chatting with you guys back and forth through our Facebook page. Being that we uh, record this before the weekend, then we uh, we want you to go to Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell on Facebook, like us there, follow us, subscribe, and you can also see us here and all the shenanigans that's happening in our podcast studio in Central Florida as we film it. And so we're working on that, right? So we've got cameras in, in here. We're collecting the audio. We're sending this over. So that way we can get with you guys. You can leave us a voicemail or a message right now through our Facebook page on a specific topic you want to hear us talk about. Uh, we, we usually have Hans Kennedy here on the show to talk about these type of intricacies in your policy. We'll have a public adjuster here. We'll have uh, uh, we'll have roofers. And uh, we have an indoor quality expert in, in myself here as the owner of Air Quality Assessors. So I want to bring you as much information as you can. So that'll be our way of us uh, being able to bring you that information. So right now, send us a direct message from our Facebook page, Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell. We'll be happy to bring that up on our next show. And then you'll, you, you can hear about it on the following Saturday. So uh, thanks, guys, for joining us here. 
here. So, uh, so Hans, we were just talking before the break here, uh, just talking about the uh, the law changes that have that have went through in property uh, uh, specifically, and how that affects our uh, uh, our premiums here that we've been paying. We've only been seeing rates going up and up and up and up, and we've been seeing the uh, uh, the the media spin off and say, well, it's because of this or it's because of that. It's because of Morgan and Morgan and all of their and how many cases did they did the media say that Morgan and Morgan filed like right before that law change went through? We filed about twenty five thousand. Oh now, now the twenty five thousand. How is that we, possible? Just, just, so, <laughs> just so we're clear, he deserves it. <laughs> um, actually, where do you those, get those cases the, from? Those were not first party property cases. No, though. no, actually, they were all personal injury cases. There's a variety of reasons. About a hundred thousand cases got filed in a matter of about ten days on a statewide basis because of one of the legislative changes that was made. And one thing I was going to mention, um, we talked about insurance companies should not really be making profit, essentially skimming cash from the premiums. Mm-hmm. Right. Their income really should be based on investment income and things like that. That's right. And that's and, a fact that said right before the break, if you missed it. And it's usually what they say and what I've learned from just kind of going uh, through the Florida legislative sessions over the past year since 2014 is what I've heard. One of the fun facts that they're saying, like, listen, like the numbers in Florida and, and you know, as they compared it to other states or like every other state pays out about 80 to 90% of the premiums that they pull in, they pay it out to claims. They don't make money off of premiums. You know, in Florida, when you look at how much we pay out and the Florida companies here, it's low, it's 50 to 60% on average. They are making money hand over fist off the backs of policyholders here in the state of Florida. And there's, and there's no Fox to guard, to guard the hen house. It really isn't. So or is it the hen I'm sorry. What's Whatever. interesting is that uh, I spent about a decade in the casino business in Atlantic city before I went to law school. <clears throat> <laughs> and boy, did I hear that noise a lot. Um, but one thing that's interesting is by statute, uh, essentially, um, New Jersey casinos have to pay out. It doesn't. It seems crazy when you say it. They pay out between 90 and 95% of every dollar that goes through the machine. So every day you have a wow. thing called handle. Handle is the amount of money that goes through the machine. And by statute, by law, they have to pay about and different machines are different and, and different table games have different odds. But on average, between 85 to 95% has to get paid back out. So if you think about a casino, which are which are obviously, and I, I used to always tell people, uh, like you ask the guy how he's doing, right? And he says, either he's up or he's even, right? I'm like, no mm-hmm. one ever loses money half the time you talk to people at a casino. No one's ever losing money. They're uh, up or they're even. Uh, and I still, I am. And I always say to people, I go, <laughs> we didn't build this place on even. Like, like you don't, you don't build the Bellagio on even and up, right? You right. build it on people losing and gambling's fine. You use it for entertainment. It's, it's a nice night out and all those things, <laughs> but you don't do that. Um, you don't build them on even. And the same thing with the insurance company. If they say, well, we're supposed to pay out this amount of dollars. Well, you can't generate those kind of profits and pay those types of salaries if you're if you're handling the model, which is paying 80, 85, 90% back out. That 10% really should be all you need to cover the business, pay everyone a fair wage, adjusters, all those things. But when you're t- paying out 50 or 60, you can imagine the casino business, which is what insurance tends to be. And it's, it's a risk proposition. Mm-hmm. If a casino could only pay out half of the money that they bring in and handle, th- th- it, would, it would actually be almost offensive how much money they would make. But that's why they set up these statutes that required that amount of money to be paid back. The insurance companies really should work under the same idea. They're on a risk basis. Good. And if they're paying 50 to 
60, you consider the, the, the margin of that is just massive compared to a it is. literally statutorily regulated gaming has to pay back more than an insurance company pays back yeah. to, to, and claims to its own policy. Well, uh, and check this out. Let's, let's follow heritage for, for instance, right? I like to pick on heritage. Um, they, they, they started around 2013, 2014, and they bought, uh, what, 400,000 policies from citizens, crappy policies from citizens, right? And they built a huge business off of it. Their IPO, they raised a bunch of money. So you can see uh, all their books, you know, and just like Universal, there's two major carriers, Universal, which is the largest carrier in the state of Florida, who sold over a billion dollars last year, a B with uh, billions, right? And uh, and in the midst of a quote unquote crisis, of course, and they're, they have like 30 to $40 million quarterly gains, by the way, we're talking about Universal property insurance. So if you're looking to uh, put some, uh, some money into stocks, um, it would be universal. By, by the way, I talked to one of their guys over at Universal. I was like, oh man, it looks like your parking lot's busy. He's like, yeah, we've been back since February, um, getting people back in their building there in Fort Lauderdale. And uh, they're just getting ready for the new law changes that are coming through. So I don't know, maybe it's insider training. I doubt it. But uh, but I would put my money into Universal, I'm just saying, because they're ramping up for all these law changes and they can literally get away with murder. Any insurance company can get away with murder right now because the way the laws have changed and uh, to give more favor to the insurance companies, basically removing bad faith, uh, making it much more difficult. Like basically you have to win a trial to get any type of fees or any type of, uh, you know, bad faith mechanism and maybe a separate action against the insurer along the way they have, they're allowed to slow walk. They're allowed to uh, improperly deny your claim and, uh, and, and really take the money that they're supposed to be paying you today and, and, and take it two or three years later off their books. So they're just that 50%, I, they are making that much money. And that's how these guys, and where I was getting it to is that they started off like this heritage did going back to heritage. They started off and they bought all these crappy policies from citizens. And, and you'll see there is a major article that you can still Google heritage CEO. I think they made $27.9 million, I think in 2016, 2017. And they just got approved for 14.9% increase that same year. And I'm like, Wait a minute. So you're paying one guy, you're paying the Sean guy or, or whatever, I think is uh, who started that and who is now over at slide insurance. Mm. Anyways, the guy, the, the guy, the guy's smart as anything. So, I mean, I, I can't, can't hit it for that. But anyways, but uh, he raised this money and then he got a 14.9% increase, paid himself $27.9 million that year. Right. And then when you do the math, you're like, Oh my God, wait a minute. The guy made over a half a million dollars a week. Mm -hmm. And then he got a 14.9% increase from the state of Florida. I mean, that's what I'm saying. I mean, the state of Florida is supposed to, if anything over 15%, that's why I was 14.9%, by the way, anything over 15%, they're supposed to have a public hearing and everybody's supposed to come to it and say, okay, let's all show the books and the reasons why you need this big increase. Cause that's a major increase. And now we're seeing 30, 40, 50, 60% increases. You saw it yourself, Hans. Yeah. Uh, whenever uh, FedNow was trying to uh, 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 renew you. Yeah, they doubled me in 2019. Uh, we had moved and we got a policy with Fed FedNat, basically about $5,000 um, for our home. And a year later with no claims, nothing happened, nothing changed. It was like $9,700. And um, like you mentioned, I was glad I looked at it because if you don't think about it, you know, uh, it goes to the mortgage company, right? They, they pay it out of escrow and all of a sudden you get a bill and you go, why am I short $5,000 in escrow right. on my mortgage? mortgage. Uh, and because you, so you got to re 
read that. But one of the things you got to read that bill when it comes in. We'll we'll pick that up in a minute. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Good call on that escrow accounts draining that down. You don't want that to happen. So, all right, we'll take a break here on Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell, building image experts, and uh, we'll give some thanks to our sponsors. Coming back with our special guest Hans Kennan with Morgan Morgan. We'll be right back after the break. All right, we're back and we're live here with this very lively and like really spunky studio audience here in Central Florida on a new dial, 94.1 FM on WFLA. Contractor talk with Richie Kidwell, building damage experts live on this uh, very close to May 4th, apparently. So, pew, 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 pew. Is that what that was for Joe over there? Absolutely, absolutely. That was May the 4th be with you. Uh, <laughs> I, that, a, I hope that phaser was set to stun, Joe. It was, it was set to stunning. All right. All right. <laughs> wow. Wow. Getting, uh, getting thick around here on the uh, contractor talk show here um but uh, thanks uh th- thanks for that pew pew um but uh i want to get back on topic here man these segments seem so short we get rolling and then we have to take a commercial break so uh but um all right so um well actually let, let me kick it back over to you hans mm-hmm. we, we're just getting a stride uh over here and uh if you're just joining us we're talking about some of the uh law changes that have happened specifically in property uh as we've still have no reduction in premiums insight for our uh, uh property premium renewals and uh you were just talking about in 2019 you just got doubled and that right when the quote-unquote crisis was just picking up actually it was 2020 because right yeah because all the crisis has ended where it said that uh it was roofers and attorneys that were the fault. And before that, it was a, a remediation companies and it was everybody else except for the real problem, which is reinsurance. And there was zero competition with reinsurance. I think I heard on average 46 cents to 50 cents of every dollar paid in from insurance premium goes back out the door to reinsurance premiums. So reinsurance is the insurance that your insurance company gets to insure you. So I'm sure that's uh, not confusing at all. <laughs> I was just saying that uh, my, my premiums had doubled and I was able to go to farmers. Bum, ba-dum, bum. Um, yeah. And I spoke you to need them. that sound bite, and, and, and with a new, and I just re- put a roof on the home when we purchased it. So farmers insured me back for the five, the little under $5,000. And this year, I will say when, uh, when I received my envelope, I did uh, hold my breath and went, all right, boys, <gasps> let's see what happens. And it went up about 200 bucks, but they increased my, my, the value of, of, uh, of the home under coverage. A. So I had to pay a little more, but it actually increased my coverage. So, I mean, uh, yeah. I have to say I have complete faith in that company so far. I will say this, um, as a guy who litigates against insurance companies every day, I don't even think I've ever even sued farmers more than a couple of times in, mm-hmm. in years and years and years. Um, a lot of them, I certainly, I see more often, but I can tell you as far as premium rates go, as far as the coverage they offered, and as far as the amount of times I have to sue them so far, they're, they're actually on, a, on the top of my list, uh, next to Chubb, but Chubb is like 10 times the cost of any, of any normal insurance company. Mm-hmm. And I don't personally need hostage coverage, which they actually offer as part of their homeowners policy on Chubb. Just so you know, there's, there is hostage coverage in case what? you may be in need of that. Wow. Chubb does offer that as, as part of that's their, cool. I their mean, I, was plan. that after all the, uh, those, um, what are those, safe rooms uh those movies that came out about ah, all the safe room stuff could so maybe, be could know. be but yeah that is actually part of the standard chubb masterpiece uh, property policy um but we are talking about regarding premium dollars too and, and um, escrow accounts i want to oh, get back to that too. Escrow accounts, yeah so what happens is i i just happened when i got my fed nat bill i just happened to open the envelope because it it basically says on the front like this is not a bill and you open it up and says this is not a bill we'll send it to your mortgage company but if you don't look at the number and i saw this happen to a bunch of people would call me and they go hey my my escrow 
escrow account like got drained and someone must have stolen my money kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I go, well, did your premium go up? And they go, well, I don't know. And we found out and a couple of people who had called to say they thought the mortgage company was engaging in fraud. <laughs> what happened was the, the homeowner's insurer had essentially doubled their premium. They didn't see it in the bill. The, ins- the, uh, the mortgage company paid it, which drained the escrow account. And all of a sudden they were three, four, five thousand dollars $5,000 out of money and they needed to replenish their escrow account. <laughs> so when you get that bill in the mail that you say to yourself, no, honey, no big deal. It's going to go to the mortgage company. They'll pay it. Make sure you know what the amount is because it could end up being doubled and you could end up being in, really in harm's way on that point. Yeah. Yeah. And um, one thing that the insurance companies were doing uh, that I want to talk about is that uh, they, 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 they're putting all these uh, ACV stuff in here. ACV is actual cash value mm-hmm. uh, where every it's, it's state law and state statute is very clear that in the state of Florida, if you buy an HO3 policy, which is your residential policy normally, um, that you get a couple of things. The state gives you a replacement cost val- uh, value. So mm-hmm. RCV policy, what it costs today to put it back. If you, example, 10 years ago, you put a roof on, it was $10,000. Today it's $15,000. Well, they need to pay you the $15,000 of what it costs today to put it back on. So RCV has been in the statute for years and years, and as well as uh, ordinance and law, uh, you can sign a rejection to that nowadays. But those are the major things that you get on there. And so, but I'm seeing more and more policies offer ACV Mm -hmm. in there, which is beyond me. I don't know how they get around that statutorily. And then better yet, I've been seeing multiple deductibles on policies. You have a roof deductible, you have a storm deductible or hurricane deductible, and all of them can apply within the same date of loss or cause of loss. And I see that being fixed in the new insurance accountability bill Mm -hmm. 7052 that's going through the legislature right now is to kind of clean that up a little bit and to ensure that if, if you're currently in a loss and have not resolved your litigation, that they will have, they cannot cancel you. They'll have to keep you on. Which, which is a classic leverage I, I used to see all the time. Mm-hmm. Someone the, someone makes a claim and a policy coming up for, for renewal and the insurer says, well, based on your roof condition, we're not going to renew you. And we're like, but wait, you're the one who's telling me I don't need a new roof. Well, right. we're, we're going to get rid of you anyway. <clears throat> and then people call me and they go, what am I going to do? Because if you don't know this, if you can't obtain homeowner's insurance from any source, your mortgage company will place what is known as forced place coverage on your policy, mm-hmm. which is exorbitantly expensive, usually three, four, five times the amount of a normal policy and only covers your home up to the amount of the mortgage, does not cover personal property, does not cover loss of use. And usually the mortgage company owns the insurance company that provides that forced place coverage. They cover for hostage situations like Chubb does? The, well, the, they actually, the, you're the hostage at that point. Right. So they don't yeah, pay. That's all I was like, yeah. can I file a claim on my own? Like I yeah. feel like I feel a hostage in here. Like I'm, you know, like you said, like usually the uh, forced place insurance company is owned by the insurance company and they charge you double. Right. And then for and less again, coverage. For, for horrible coverage. And occasionally I've had people, I had a, a, a friend of mine actually say, I just use whatever the mortgage company gives me. And I'm like, Whoa. oh, wow. Wow. I'm like, yeah, yeah. You got to fix that, man. You're paying exorbitant money for terrible coverage. And he honestly just didn't know. And that's, uh, we find a lot on this show and it's a lot of people we talk to. People just don't know. I mean, there's a lot of things we well, all don't know. What would be the, I'll give my example of the key things I'm going to look at. And you may have a, a different thing, uh, a sheet. I just had to get a, um, uh, a home insurance on a, uh, on a, on a, on renew my home insurance. And I, I told my, my agent, I said, okay, here's the things on my sheet that I'm 
I'm looking at that I, I want to make sure that you hit, you know, and I said, uh, I'm a mold guy, obviously. So I, we live in the state of Florida, water damage. They, they've been starting to have more water exclusions. So I said, I don't want any exclusions for water. I don't want any mold exclusions. As a matter of fact, I want $50,000 in mold. I want no water exclusions or water caps. Mm-hmm. I've been seeing water. If you have water damage, then a cap of $10,000 yep. or the famous citizens policy language, you have $10,000 or you use our preferred pretender. And it's just like, wow, I don't want somebody I don't know in my house. Nope, not doing it. So um, some of those exclusions that that I say that I don't want and some of the things that I do want, those are some of the major things. Um, you know, I look for the water, uh, water damage, maybe some plumbing stuff, you know, they've been putting in there. But I saw this one policy they tried to sell me. It was ACV. Mm-hmm. On my roof, luckily it was it was it's you know it's a rather new home and there's there's no issues so there was no deduction off of there. But how how can they legally do that and 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 or what would you tell somebody listening of of what you would want to tell their agents of what you're going to be looking for when you renew your insurance? Here's the the first general rule. We'll try to we'll get into perhaps more in the next segment as need be. Don't take anything that gives you a premium reduction for a loss of coverage. Um, uh, if, good point. So if, if, if the agent goes, hey, I can save you a hundred bucks, but we won't On pay. the right to repair. On, uh, uh, on right to repair. We'll, we'll save you a hundred dollars if you don't uh, assert ordinance and law. We'll give, save you $50 if you, if you if they don't have to replace your roof or whenever anyone, whenever the agent says to you, and they're trying to save you money and there's nothing wrong with that. But whenever they say, I can save you a hundred dollars if, look, if something really bad happens, they'll still cover you. But everything less than that, they won't. Then you go, $100, I'll do that. So the first thing is, you want to say to your agent, what on this list of items is supposed to save me premium dollar? I, mm. That's I'd say, Because you don't really know what to ask for, in all honesty. But if you say, what, what's everything that the insurer wants to save me money on and go through what those are. And I think you're going to find you're going to lose a lot of coverage um, for roof exclusions, wind exclusions, um, LWD, the, the, the water loss provision, all those things cost you, cost you less and they end up wow. costing you more. That's a, that's a good point. Uh, let's definitely pick that back up after the break. If you're listening now, we're going to talk about what to look for in your insurance policy before you hit the pay now button and have a bad policy for the rest of the year. We'll be right back on contractor talk with Richie. Kidwell. We'll be right back. All right. We're back live here on Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell, building damage experts, live every Saturday right here on News Talk WFLA 94.1 FM, 540 AM. All right. And with our special guest today, Hans Kennan with Morgan & Morgan, um, we're just talking about some good stuff here. Man, these segments are way too short. Got to get used to this. But uh, I want to jump right back into this. If you were listening right before the break, uh, uh, Hans here, he's an attorney here in the state of Florida. You've got attorneys and you've got public adjusters who are the two parties that can give you information on what coverage you have under your insurance policy. So Hans Kennan is a board certified attorney with uh, Morgan and Morgan, many, many years in property uh, and other related uh, uh, claims uh, surrounding insurance. And so we wanted to bring this information to you. And right before the break, uh, we we're talking about things that, uh, that you want to be looking for. You want to ask your agent certain questions about policies and coverage or policy coverages, not just 
give me the cheapest <clears throat> policy that you have. And unfortunately that's what people are doing. And uh, the agents are like, Oh, I can save you a hundred bucks here or there. If you choose this or, or withdraw that. And uh, you were getting some good stuff. And I, I want to make sure the <laughs> listeners here uh, can, can hear that advice from you sure. and maybe even give some of your contact information in case they have further questions. Sure, but that's course. good info, man. I mean, I'm like what to like, you know, I, I love that because that exclusions for a discount doesn't end up saving you any money in the long run. Does it? It really doesn't. And one thing we were talking about before the break was most folks in all honesty, and I do this for a living. You don't always think of what does a policy have in it? What you want to, what you don't know is what doesn't it have? You, you look at, right. you look at the document, you go, well, this looks pretty comprehensive. And then you go, because you don't know what, what's missing. But the only way to know what is missing is to say to the agent, what is every provision that the insurer offers me a discount in premium for? Because mm-hmm. that's going to be listed out on on the, the deck sheet, on the endorsement pages of what you don't get. If you say what's in it, your agent's probably going to say, well, look, it covers most everything. And if something really bad happens, it'll cover that. <clears throat> but most of the time, your losses, thank goodness, are not really bad. They're somewhere in between. And those are the things that are typically accepted or excluded mm-hmm. because you got a, you got money off. And, and if the insurer were to just make an exclusion, they can get in trouble for doing that. But if they offer you some incentive to do it, such as reducing your premium by 50 bucks, 80 bucks, a hundred dollars, then the contract right is established under Florida law. You can't go in and go, Hey, they were supposed to give me X, but they didn't. Well, we, we didn't give you X, but we gave you money back in exchange for that. So whenever they offer you a discount on a coverage to, to have a, a, a coverage excluded, that's where the money is. That's where they know is going to cost them the most if you have a problem. Now, mm-hmm. you can be insurance poor. That is, you can spend too much money on insurance. Mm-hmm. You can spend too little. I mean, there's always a balance point between the two. Um, but typically, you're going to find is that whenever they want to offer you a discount, something they know is more likely to happen, right? They can figure out, they can count the money, they can figure out what's going to happen more or less and say, if we can limit your loss to $10,000 for, let's say, let's say an LWD, which is a, a, if you have a water, if water damage to your home for a premium discount, instead of paying for all of it, they'll pay $10,000 and cap it at 10,000. Now, when you look at the first page of your declaration sheet and you look at coverage A, it says $300,000 and coverage B for uh, for loss of use is 50,000 and C is personal property for 150,000. You go, oh, look, look at all these, look at these big numbers I have available to me. I'm good, hmm. but, it's, but it's the exclusions and the offers of premium reduction where they take that away. So what you see hmm. on page, one, you never get there. You you can't get there unless your house literally burns to the ground, literally burns to the ground or wind like in Wizard of Oz, a tornado takes it away from you. Yeah. You'll, you'll never get well, to even those then, policy I, limits. I, I've seen a, a messed up policy that had wind exclusion in it yeah. in, in Key West. And Citizens often has a lot of policies that have wind exclusion. People say, and I'll call people and go, do you know you have a wind exclusion in Florida? And they're like, and they always say no, because all they know is all they know <laughs> but is you the have ag- volcano coverage. Yeah. And all this, and all they know is the agent said they could save a little money and really would and probably, probably wouldn't make a big difference. But I see it all the time. The, the very, the very perils as they're known in the, in the law that are most prevalent are the ones they want to try to pay you least on mm-hmm. while never changing the numbers on the, on the, on the front page. Right. Like they never save. They said to you, well, sir, we're insuring your home for $300,000, but for $100, we'll only insure for $150. You go, that's an outrage. I would never do that. That'd, that'd be an idiot. Mm-hmm. 
but they'll sell you an exclusion for the same amount of damage. Yep. But they just don't change well, the numbers. You know, I, and I love that advice. You say, don't don't give me what the policy covers. Tell me the exclusions. That's that's great. I think it's a great way to start um, with the with the agent. Because when they explain it to you, if, if a guy says to you, well, look, if your entire house floods, not rising water, but let's say a big pipe break happens, and, and you said, well, in that case, sir, we're going to only get pay you $10,000. You go, well, that's crazy. Why would I do that? Well, we'll save a hundred bucks. And you would go, well, that doesn't make any, why would I save a hundred dollars to have such a limit on, on a huge water loss? Right. Pipes break all the time. Well, you know, and, and that's a great point, right? I mean, what are the major ways that we have an incident here in Florida, you know, and, and, and the, the top two are this, you know, your plumbing, um, um, backups. So sewer line backups, number one, and followed by number two, you get, it's mostly water intrusion really mm -hmm. by wind. And so you have wind that creates openings in your roof, windows, uh, other areas, and you have water penetration coming in. So you have your sewer backups and your water penetrations via those ways. Like I said, wind, when you're going over roof, there are, um, you know, some, some areas, uh, to where you're going to get turbulent air. We talked about like the, uh, you know, like a tornado just coming up, which we saw, uh, recently here in the news that, um, there was some tornado touchdowns, uh, just, uh, last week, as a matter of fact, uh, which is nuts. And so we're going to see a pretty major storm season this year, and it's going to be a lot of wind-related claims, and you're going to see that. So that that's great there, Hanzo. You're saying make sure you don't have any crazy exclusions, and one causing uh, or totally uh, being excluded or capped, you know, such as wind. You know, and, wind and, and plumbing are going to be your biggest things that you don't want to have an exclusion on. And certainly, and if you have, if you realize, you sit, now today, you can look at your policy and call your agent and, and have that review. You don't have to wait till the policy renews to right. review your policy for additional coverage. The only time they'll stop writing policies or really stop amending policies is, is three days before up to three days after um, kind of a named event. It's kind of a generalization in the statute. But if you sit here now on whatever it is, May 1st, May 2nd, and say to yourself, maybe I should look at that before season hits, call your agent tomorrow and say, I'd like to do a policy review now for the season hits and you can amend the coverage. I mean, th they may not want to do it for you. You'll find that out. But, but the fact you have a policy for 12 months does not mean that's the end all be all. Right. You can go say, Hey, look, <clears throat> I was thinking about that hundred dollar savings for, for wind damage or for pipe breaks, things like that. And I'd like to take that off and I'd rather pay the premium for it. They can do that for you. <clears throat> and the agent should try to do it for you because honestly, he gets paid by more coverage. Um, he sells, so he has an incentive to do it. His incentive to save you money to keep you as a client. There's got to be a balance point between those two things, but you can ask for a policy review right now and make those changes tomorrow. Yeah, that's good. That's good advice. And some people think they have to wait the whole year. You can shop at any time. Yeah, yeah. You can buy a policy a couple months later. You find something cheaper. They, re, you know, they they give you back that money uh, that that you didn't spend on that policy, and you put that towards the next policy. So a lot of times you're going to save money, not spend more money. And because of the law change, it changed last year to where it's now one year to file first notice of any claim. Now Hurricane Ian, you are still under the older laws where you still had two years mm -hmm. to file first notice of claim 
three years total <laughs> for any supplemental damage that happens, it'll go under that initial underlying claim. And so that's important to know, because think about this, you have a loss, let's say Hurricane Ian, and now you're dealing with all the shenanigans that you're seeing in the, in the media now, slow walking claims, insurance company frivolously denying claims, now it has to go through litigation, and your average litigation is two years, sometimes three years. That's and sometimes there's a year before it even gets to you because they're mm. trying to settle with their insurance company. They're trying to do the right thing and not file all this crazy litigation against their insurance company. And that's what they always say. Well, I waited a year because I was trying to let the insurance company do the right thing. They kept telling me to go back, get another estimate, send them this, do that. Like, no, you don't need to do their job. That's their job. How do you want to say just to adjust the claim? It's not your job to go get three estimates on every single service. <clears throat> yeah. We'll talk, we can talk about that in the next break. Yeah. There's a lot of obligations they place on you that are not part of the policy language. Right, right. So shop it every year, call your insurance agent. And sometimes, by the way, your insurance agent may only sell 20 or 30 insurance companies. There are hundreds and hundreds of insurance companies out there. So sometimes you have to shop your agent as well too, um, and uh, see what type of insurance companies they write for. Every year, shop your insurance, help you get cheaper and better coverage. Watch those exclusions. All right. So we'll take a break. Get some thanks to our sponsors here on the Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell Show. We'll be right back after the break. All right, and we're back live on Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell, live right here in the Central Florida area on News Talk, WFLA, 941.1, point, wow, 94.1 FM, 540 AM on the dial. This is something new to us. It's our second weekend here on this fine show right here. I was going to say this fine radio show network right here on WFLA. Uh, so, Joe, thanks, man, for uh, for producing the show, man. It's been, uh, it's, it's been good. It's been fun. It's been our second show here, and I'm excited, man. I'm excited about you uh, uh, running the dials over there, man. Oh, it's fantastic. I'm very, very glad to be here in the presence of such genius and this fantastic audience. They're oh, really, stop, really... Stop. They're, l- l- oh, yeah. Hey, I mean, give, your, give yourselves a hand. All right, all right, I, I get it. <laughs> That's great. All right. All right, guys. We have a show to do here. My goodness, man. This lady in the front row is really getting crazy. But... uh all right, that's fine. I, I, maybe it's because I introduced you, Joe. Maybe it's uh, you are the bachelor that brings all the girls to the yard. We thought it was Patrick Carr, the Patrick Carr show, but uh, apparently it's not. No, no, it is. It's just me. You know, it's I have that effect <laughs> on 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 the ladies. Oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> uh, but uh, that's Joe's opinion. <laughs> that, that's right. That is that and is not the, as the opinion of the radio show, but that is Joe's <laughs> personal opinion. And this is the only opinion that I have <laughs> that matters. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Man, on these, uh, the time flies by when you're having fun here. And uh, so, so this show is uh, uh, the show for you, the listeners here. We're going to take the knowledge that we have as industry professionals uh, that deals with these type of things every single day. And that one time of loss where you need us and your property insurance claim is where we can come in handy for you. And so I'm the owner of Air Quality Sessions. My name is Richie Kidwell. I'm the host. And I have experts that are here that live in this industry, the mold, the the fire, the water, the emergency damage restoration industry. And we all need each other. We're a village here that we can help you, the consumer, to help against that one time of loss that you have, the one time in your lifetime where you need help and assistance. And like we've talked about, like in Hurricane Ian alone, 700,000 claims filed. Of those, 50% of those have been closed. 80% of those closed have been closed, paid under deductible. It's crazy. They've only paid 100,000 claims out or so, about 100, 160,000 claims, I believe that they actually paid out. That's it. That means hundreds and hundreds of thousands of claims are going to go over 
to Morgan and Morgan and to have to file against the insurance company to get satisfaction, to get payment for a policy that they've been paying for years and years and years. And when you finally need it, they don't give it to you. And so we're going to talk to you about how to get through this complex time in your life. And we can bring this knowledge to you and you will sound like an expert when you're talking to your adjuster next time and say, no, 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 I'm sorry. You want me to go get three estimates? Nope. I heard on the radio show. <laughs> I don't have to. That's your job to go get that estimates. I don't need to. Um, and so, and, and there might be some help that you need uh, moving forward. And that's why you might need the assistance of Hans Cannon with Morgan and Morgan. You do live here locally. You're board certified lawyer with Morgan and Morgan uh, live here in the central Florida area. And if they do have questions and they want to reach out to you, how can they get a hold of you? Sure. My cell phone and it's my actual cell phone. It's not a fake cell phone. It's 407-782-0258. That's 407-782-0258. Feel free to reach out. Certainly text is always easier. Um, the, the, the phone, uh, although it's a magical device, um, texting is really an easier way to, to uh, express questions and things like that. Cause it, it has you lay out what you're thinking about. Sometimes in conversation, you know, you, right. you have to run through a lot of facts. Sometimes people can just write to me and say, look, this is the issue I have going on. We're certainly happy to, to look at that for you. Yeah. Um, or send you a picture of the deck page and say, what is this poo poo? <laughs> and we were, and we were just talking about, about that very, about that very thing. Uh, we're going to mention again, you can review your policy with your agent at any time. And the fact that your policy ends, you know, in September and in the, in the height of uh, hurricane season does not mean you're bound to wait until the end of that policy period. Mm in order to, to have that conversation. If anything we've said has made sense, you can call your agent tomorrow and go, I want a policy review now. I want to know if I need to add or subtract coverages. I want, I want to know exactly what's going on and what I'm, what coverage am I not paying for that probably I should, or what discounts I'm getting for coverage I really should keep. That's right. That's good stuff. And if you do have a question for him uh, and you want it to be announced on this show, mm -hmm. you can listen to it every Saturday. We're one week uh, behind. So we do pre-record the show midweek and then we post it on Saturday. This is how you do it. This is how you do it. You go to Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell on Facebook. Go to Facebook, bring it up, bring up the page, send a message to us or even post on there on our timeline. However you want to send us the message, say, I have a question for Hans. Can you please talk about this on the show and we'll put it on on Saturday? Sure. And also, uh, or, or a direct message, and we'll be f happy to uh, forward it to him as well. Um, or I believe it's hkennon at forthepeople.com. It is, it is. It's H-K-E-N-N-O-N at forthepeople, F-O-R-T-H-E-P-E-O-P-L-E.com. Nice. Um, and then we will bring that topic up on the show uh, for you and help kind of elaborate uh, that that answer for you. Because we've seen every type of, uh, and, and not every single one, but I, we're always still learning and seeing new crazy stuff. But we've seen a lot of instances that we think we can help you out on from that perspective. Me on the contractor perspective um, and, and Hans Kinnan on, on uh, with the type of coverages may or may, or may not have within your policy. And, and it's interesting uh, to see this uh, happen where this insurance adjuster will, will they'll say, you know, they'll bring out Jake with State Farm. They'll talk to you about being in good hands and being a good neighbor. And then they will lie to your face. They will absolutely lie to you with a smile on their face, all so they can save money for their carrier. They don't really have your best uh, uh, efforts or, or your best, really your repair planning at, at heart. They don't, they don't care. They're, they're honey badgers. They want to save money for their company and they will tell you 
know, with a straight face, be like, oh, I'm sorry, man. I mean, you know, your deductible is nine grand. I, I, I just wrote it about 8,900. I just couldn't get up there anymore. I really tried. But uh, we do we do see your damage. We, we just think it's $8,900. Uh, and, and unfortunately, your deductible is 9,000. So... I mean, it's, it's kind of our view that, that insurers used to deny everyone's claim. That was always the complaint, right? They denied my claim, deny my claim because people get offended when their claim is denied, when they get nothing and they go, wait, whoa, 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 wait a minute, wait, I got damage. So we, we, we think they went to some consulting group that said, look, don't deny claims because it makes people upset. It makes them mad at you. But if you give them a little bit of money or get them just under deductible with a bit of a heartfelt, we tried, like Richard was just talking about people because they're generally of good nature will go, well, they tried. They, they, they acted yeah. in good faith. They were the good hands. They were my good neighbor. They gave it a try, but they couldn't do it. Yeah. And you, and you tend to move on. Well, like think about everyone in real, in, in your yeah. actual life, someone who says no to you is more likely to garner a, a more argumentative response. Someone who goes, look, I really tried. And really at that point, you're going to be, most people are going to be like, well, I can't like yell at him now because he right. said he tried. Right, right. You can disagree or, with him, but it just, it softens that blow. Mm -hmm. So the people who might otherwise call me and say, Hans, I got denied and I'm upset about it. The truth is that those percentages go down because people say to themselves, look, the, the, they did what they could. Well, right, I'm just going right. to tell you right now, they don't do what they can. And on top of it, if you dispute it and they're going to send an engineer out, your claim's getting denied. Right. And that's what I was about to say. Like they are now pushing it off to other uh, experts and they'll yeah. say, oh, okay, well, you know what? I'm going to send somebody over. I don't see a lot of that hail damage on your roof, but you know who might? Ah, this engineer guy that I know. He's an expert. Yep. He's an expert. He's going to prepare a report for you and it'll be about a month or so, but uh, you just chill and you wait. Uh, the damage may or may not get worse in your home, of course, because it's leaking. But, mm -hmm. uh, but you know, I'm going to send this engineer out and just so you know, when they say I'm sending out an expert, your claim is getting denied yeah. 100%. Yeah, don't so, wait at that point. When they say I'm going to send out an expert that I, I I'm doing this 28 years and I, I, I've never had anyone call me back and go, Hey, the engineer came out and he said it's covered. <laughs> it just, it just, it or does. he found the damage. Right now, I had this one guy in Southwest Florida. It was after Irma. It was about a year after, and um, he, uh, he, I ended up talking to him on the phone because we wrote a, a report for him. It was advised that he hire an engineer as well too at Air Quality Sources. We're a licensed engineering firm as well, so we send out an engineer, and uh, and I had my report in the hands, and he had his report, and they denied everybody. They denied uh, my invoice. They denied his invoice, and they said it just didn't happen. It was wear and tear or thermal expansion. Well, well, get him on the phone and uh, and and to talk about the differences of the reports. I said, uh, I said, sir, do you have our report in the hand? He said, yes. He said, but 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 before I get into this, I really want to talk to you about the really nice report that the nice gentleman sent me. I said, who are you talking about? I said, well, the insurance company sent out an expert. And I was like, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. First I heard about it. I said, but I wanted to review, you know, the report that we sent to you. At the end of that story, their expert was wrong. Our expert was right. They ended up getting satisfied, but it took an attorney to get involved to file suit for him to become whole. So anyways, that was my point here coming to the end of our show. So thankful that you were here to join us on our new dial here, 94.1 FM. Hope you're liking the show so far every Saturday, 12 p.m. to 2 p.m. Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell right here.